Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. This is Michael speaking, and this is episode 65. And with me today, I have Dante and Chris. What's going on, everybody? Hey guys. So, since the last time we had our last podcast, uh, we were anticipating the information on the Nintendo Switch. We had no idea what to expect, and then that happened, which was great. We did do a live co-host of the stream, but it was forced to be removed because we did it on YouTube instead of Twitch, and we learned our lesson on that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's, it's fun, fun to, to do, but next time we will be doing it on Twitch. So there we go. Um, so let's start it off. Uh, I know there was mixed response from different groups of people on super excited to not really excited or very uh, leery on not sharing how, to, how they feel about the system and games. Um but Dante has very nicely put together a Nintendo Switch pros and cons list. Personally, I was excited. I was really mad until the point where they talked about Zelda because I was mad they didn't talk about Zelda, and then they did it at the end and it made me happy. So um, I was going to be really pissed about that if they didn't. So anyways, Dante, let's kick us off here on the pros and cons list. And let us we can each run through. So I already said I was excited. You guys can talk about if you were or if you weren't and why, and then we'll run into the list. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'm kind of bipolar about the about the whole thing um, because I I like the rest of you um, love Nintendo, um, but I uh, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not willing to give them a free pass on some of the some of the stuff that's going on with it. Sure. Uh, but there's a lot of pros. Like I, I think it's I think the system itself is incredible. Like the tech itself and the uh, the ability to to make it a for it to be portable and a home console, like I think that's I think that's, that's an incredible idea. way to go. Yeah, um, being able to consolidate, you know, all of your developers onto one system, that's incredible. Yeah, you you have you're going to have an absurd amount of games uh, on the system and a, a large variety of games on the system. So, and I think that lets them uh, experiment with different graphics graphical styles and things like that to save battery battery life and everything too so uh, you know not everything has to look like zelda or skyrim or anything like that you know it can yeah you know you can have you can have the uh one two switch and things like that'll that'll have better battery life right but um or sorry i don't mean to cut you off yeah no i mean like the major like the the first major uh the plus on there was no region lock yeah yeah that's Um, right that way we can import titles from japan or, you know, if that don't come here, and we can actually play them without having to modify anything on the console. Sure. Uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping titles that we've grown accustomed to not getting, we can, you know, bring in and, and at least have a uh, an English translation. You know, it doesn't have to be full voice work or anything like that, but just give us a translation and we can buy it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Uh, the the use of USB C to charge the unit yep. is incredibly smart and very forward thinking, and I love that they decided to go with a uh, a normal charging system instead of something proprietary. Yeah, I, like I agree. they usually that way if you're do. Traveling, you can easily charge it and not have issues. Actually, I yeah. my phone actually uses the USB C charger, so I I'm like all happy about that. To be honest, yep. That's my, yeah, that's my convenient. fiance's does the same. Yeah, it's too far. So you know, you always have a cable in the car or wherever you're at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be a lot easier to find a USB C cable in a in an airport or uh, an office or a 
or oh, your home power packs that are compatible via USB. You could plug it into a power pack if you want. Exactly. Exactly. Um, one of the other things is expandable memory, expandable memory being very cheap, uh, as opposed to having to buy an external hard drive or, uh, a laptop hard drive to put into the system. You know, you can grab a SD XC card and throw it in there yep. and you've got more memory. Are you going down? Are you going through the pros and cons list right now? I'm just all pros right now. Oh, pro, oh okay. Yeah. This is all pros. Did you see the price for the the SD card for them? I I don't I've never seen them so like I wouldn't know how much they cost. Oh, sure. Yeah, I looked I put them in uh put them in Amazon, put them into uh, the eBay. They're not too bad. Um I found a 64 gig card for 10 bucks. Oh. Yeah. They're not you know, that big and you can get high what I would do is get the highest level class that way it's the fastest speed. Right. Uh, yes. For, that's what I that's exactly what I looked into. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's not too bad. Um, we'll get into the the cons of only having 32 gigs on your system at some point, but Be- uh, the we pros. Get too deep into it. Let's hear from Chris super quick on whether he was excited or not, and then go back into the pros. Okay. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, well, to be honest, I have mixed feelings about it. Like I, like Dante said, I'm excited about the tech. I'm excited for what's going to come out with it, but. That press conference was garbage. I did not like it at all. Uh, you know, that's a good. That is a good point. Like it was the most awkward press conference like, I have seen because of the translators. Like it, <laughs> it felt like the PlayStation Four Pro conference. Like the, yeah, it was, it was just out of place. Like no emotion. Like it was just <laughs> like it should have. It should have been a direct. There's no reason why. It, there's no reason why they even had the conference in the first place. It should have been a direct. Know, they could have that in Japan, but then prepare people that speak english and you know have a different audience for the american you know conference yeah and I, like and i don't want to bash nintendo or anything like that but like so many things that they said or some of the people that they brought on stage to say it just really didn't capture me like the whole thing with ea you brought them ea out to announce fifa i announced i know fifa is really popular among yeah. among everyone but you just brought them out to, to say about one game. It's old news to me, but it's cool that they're bringing it to the Switch. Yeah. It's, it, well, well, nothing new. So. Uh, I mean, it's a big deal for for, the, for EA to support them with a sports game. That's true. Um, That's I, true. I, if I remember correctly, they did not with the Wii U. Yeah, I don't believe so. I think uh, I think they had one Madden game, if, uh, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, and that was it. Yes, that's true. Actually, that yeah, one Madden game. And it was just one with Megatron on the cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a big deal that they're bringing sports games. You know, NBA 2K and FIFA, that's a big deal. You know, this is stuff we weren't that they weren't getting in the previous generation. They also had Sega came on stage just to wave and then leave and say, yeah, we're going to do a game. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just felt really weird and awkward. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, like, I, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I actually have mine pre-ordered already. I pre-ordered Zelda. I pre-ordered the Mario Kart Deluxe one, which is just found out now that the fact that there is no new tracks for the game, which I thought was weird, but it doesn't matter to me because I never played Mario Kart 8 to begin with. So I mean, I don't know. I'll miss. It. I'll get to play the games that I missed out on the Wii U because I traded in my Wii U within probably the first six months of me even having it. So. Yeah. So you you both you both pre-ordered it because I I know Mike did as well. Yeah, um, I did. So I'm the only one that hasn't pre-ordered it. And I, I know I pre-ordered it because I like 
I was at work. I went to work right after the conference ended, and I work overnight. And like pre-orders opened at 4:30 in the morning on Amazon. And I was like, oh, yep, I'm gonna go ahead and do that right now, and did it, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got it right away because I was like, there are some promising things. I want I want to play Zelda on the Switch. I like obviously new technology and for the site we need to keep up to date with everything being and being a nintendo fan i was pretty stoked so uh the fact that i saw xenoblade 2 zelda mario odyssey all those cool things um yeah i, I wanted in right away because who knows how hard it was going to be to get so i was like screw it plus the price sure. point was awesome also gamestop was offering amazing trade-in deals i know dante you got your wii u way late in the game i've had mine for since launch day one and I had like probably 15 games or 20 games, and I played the crap out of my Wii U, and I loved it. And it was really hard to sell it. In fact, I kept a few games. I kept Xenoblade for Wii, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X for uh, Wii U, and then Zelda Skyward Sword with the golden Wiimote for Wii, just to have them for collectors' things. And then you know I sold the rest of the games, and I got enough money to pay off the system, pay off Zelda, and pay off an extra remote. That's awesome. Yeah, there's like an extra eighty-five or seventy-five dollars for trading for the system, plus bonuses for the games, and when, an extra bonus when you put it towards the system. Uh, so I was like, uh, yeah, I'll take that. It's so I easily just upgraded my Wii U to the Switch. So, so let's talk about this for a second. You did enough to pay off the system, pay off Zelda, yep. and then another remote. Let's talk about the prices for the remotes here. Those are pretty freaking crazy. Not gonna lie. Aren't they? Uh, what fifty bucks for the regular remote and the pro controller is eighty bucks. No, eighty bucks. No, it's like uh, it's seventy. Se- seventy for the pro. Seventy bucks for the two Joy Cons. And, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. And and then eighty bucks for the uh pro controller. Yeah, but if you want one Joy Con, it's fifty bucks. I mean, it makes sense. Buy the two. The stupid. <laughs> pay, pay seventy bucks. Buy the two or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but you know why it's that much, right? Mm, I mean, I guess the technology in it, but the Pro Controller would yeah. be that much? Well, the Pro Controller has the Amiibo technology built inside of it. Um, so it's got it's not just a regular controller. It's It's got other sensor data in there and stuff like that to, you know, communicate with the system and, you know, all the wireless capabilities and stuff like that. So it's not just... I mean, look at the Xbox One controller and the PlayStation controller. They're like 65 bucks. They're 60 bucks, yeah. Yeah, they co- they cost as much as a game. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous, but that's I mean that's the cost of them. So ten extra bucks for different technology, you know, I get it. It's not cool. I hate it, but I get it. Um, I just think that's crazy. Let's, let's let's go let's go back to Dante's uh, pros and cons list super quick. So let's recap because you kind of snuck them in there on me, dude. Uh, <laughs> which is fine. Which is good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. These are I mean. So- so just real quick, so the the pro so far it, is that it's not region locked, yes. uh, that it's only, that it's a portable, a home device, and you it has USB C to charge. Uh, the expandable memory is cheap. Yep. Um, to get into the the next thing was uh, three very heavy hitters in Zelda, Mario, and Xenoblade Two all look great. Yep. Um, all look like a reason to buy the system. What's your side notes for those games? Uh, uh, right next to Mario, it says "Wow." <laughs> right next to Xenoblade Two, it says "Woo," and right next to Zelda, it says "Only six and a half weeks away." So uh, that's how bad my my handwriting is. You couldn't read that. 
but um, no, I, I could. I just thought it was very energetic, and yeah, I wanted you to bring that energy. So. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, the Ric Flair woo was right next to woo. Xenoblade too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, six and a half weeks away from Zelda is incredible. I mean, we've been waiting for this game for a very long time. Um, I've lost track on how many E3s and directs that it's been at. Um, I bought a Wii U to play that game. That was the um, that was the evidence of when I jumped onto it. And uh, I will keep my Wii U and play it on that. That's fine. And everybody so, has their own strategy and what they want to do. You know, um, I kept mine for later on. Maybe I'll buy a used old Wii U sometime and play my other games so I can go back to them, you know. Uh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. I, it sucks. I hate that they keep putting out new systems that aren't backwards compatible. Yeah. And it really bothers me. Uh, at least since, I mean, they're doing something different with the Switch having the cartridges, but come on, have it play 3DS cartridges too because it's a portable device, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't we do that? Now I have a 3DS with a bunch of games. Do I keep it? Do I sell it? I'm going to have two portable Nintendo devices now? Wow. Yeah, I mean, you can play you can play regular DS games on the Wii U. Um, you yeah. know, it stands to reason that you could play a 3DS game on the Switch without 3D capability, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah. the... Uh, Go ahead, next. The, the next two, yeah, the list. next, the next two things, um, is the is is, <laughs> is a good and bad. It's that set SNES games are going to have certain SNES games will have online play, uh, which is pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, pro- the digital pricing and licensing is pretty crappy. Yeah, <laughs> that that was the other that was the other part of that. Is oh, that okay, uh, they've been they they've been less than transparent about how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and again, we're only six and a half. We're six and a half weeks as of right now, as of this recording. The system comes out in six and a half weeks. Yeah. So we still don't have. Out. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't have all the information, which is um, strange. They might be taking temperature of people as well, because if people are just raging about how crappy the digital, uh, digital is, like if we have to pay for stuff we've already purchased, and sure, you know, you're only you're buying digital games and you're not keeping them. You know, like if you unsubscribe to the Nintendo service, which is probably like, what, 50 to 70 bucks a year or some crap like that. If you stop subscribing to it, you lose all those games. Yeah. So like, you know, it's kind of like the PlayStation Plus, right? Right. So, you do sure, the PlayStation Plus games if you unsubscribe. I thought you'd get to keep them. No, no. You if you, as soon as you, as soon as your PlayStation Plus subscription ends, yeah, you lose the ability to play those games. But once you resubscribe, uh, it unlocks again. Okay, well, at least they're still on your system and you have the option. Like, they should do something like that where you just keep them instead sure. of having them be like, all right, it's like a rental thingy. They expires in 48 hours. Play as much of it as you can. And we want another fourteen ninety nine from you. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's something that I, I hope Nintendo goes back and, and maybe changes their mind on certain things because yeah. that is very uh, consumer unfriendly. Yeah. Say, oops, just kidding. Like, oh, yeah. you could well, you I mean, just came for a we, month, and they're like, oh, nope, we're taking it away. Yeah, I mean, this is not this is the the gaming public ch- making a a system manufacturer change their mind isn't something new. You know, we the the outcry at Xbox One changed their game delivery system and their always online functionality that was removed because the internet went bananas, and yeah. Sony put that video out of this is how you borrow games from us, and then just you know they're trading a game. So yeah. they, you didn't have to jump through hoops and things like that that the original Xbox One was going to have. Uh, um, I remember when that happened. So the, la- the last two positives, the last two positives are um, the adequate battery life, which 
I think that's in the sweet spot, like three hours, two and a, two and a half, three hours for Zelda, and like yeah. six hours for for other games. Like that's that's pretty great for that size screen. That that nice of a screen for that time frame is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. Yeah, all the, but like what is what would be like the standby time? Like say if the fact of um, yeah, just off in your bag. Yeah, just off in your bag or whatever. Like you could be at work or whatever. You, Probably a lot longer, I would assume. Hopefully. You I mean, mean like if it's in sleep mode? If it's in sleep mode and like how, yeah. how long it lasts in sleep mode. And like how much battery yeah. it will does drain. It, does it have an airplane mode or something like that? Exactly. You don't need to be online you're trying to use Wi-Fi and drain the batteries. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. I don't think that that's that. that's another good question um, that, that we'll get into the con- that's part of one of the things that's in my cons is the the lack of concrete information. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the I last... learned some things through watching the treehouse. Like one of my major questions was how do you can you stream with it? Does it have HDMI on the actual device or is it just in the cradle? And from watching the treehouse, it looks like that the HDMI is literally just in the cradle, not on the actual device. So if you want to stream anything or twitch something, you have to do it at your TV. Um, it's you can't just HDMI into the device or whatever like that. I sure. could be it could be wrong, but from no, no, that, how that's they right. Rotated it around and showed everything. I didn't see any HDMI ports on it, and they they kept they did some examples. Were like, all right, now we're twitching this with Mario Kart. No, pull it out of the cradle, and they pulled it out as soon as they did. The feed died, and they switched cameras to the table, and they're like, okay, that's that's how it's exactly how it's going to work. Mm. So, anyway, and that's that's with understandable with. That's that's the that's understandable with the again with the battery life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, that's one of the great things about airplane motors. You're pulling, a, you're stopping Wi-Fi, lowering the brightness, and you get a little extra juice. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the last thing, and this is one thing that I, we talked about last week, but I but I'm including it in the pro because I think this is the sweet spot is the price point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, the three the three hundred dollar price point I think is the sweet spot of, um, you know what they could was... get away with. I was sold when I heard that. I was like, "Oh, I can do that. That's that's not bad." Yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to be like four hundred or more, and I'm like, "No, nope. all right, that's perfect." Sure. Yeah. If I remember correctly, you and I both had two ninety nine. Yeah, we had two ninety nine. We, we, we and hundred, uh, and then four hundred. But we all thought premium. we all thought that there would be a second skew of of higher memory and things like that. So we were wrong on that. But they had um, bundles we, though. In all fairness, yeah. That were <laughs> yeah extra yeah. controllers and like four games or whatever. Sure. Like that, or three games. Sure. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah. I mean, those are the pro- those are the pros. I mean, I think there's there's more than enough good here to warrant a purchase if you yeah. either didn't have a Wii U or um, are willing to trade in everything like Mike did. I think that's enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take him to task for for that. You know, they they've got uh, enough cons to for me to have questions, but mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have a Wii U, I think it's a good purchase. And keep in mind, I still kept stuff. I didn't trade everything in. I kept enough to keep just in case if I rebought the system, like the hard to find games. But yeah. even doing that and keeping some, I still got plenty of money to pay the whole thing off. So it, that's that's that says a lot that they're trying to push the system hard and they're offering those bonuses for people. Are you getting um, going to get another cradle? Since that, I know that's a hundred bucks right there. Uh, what do you mean? If you want a second docking station, it's if you have a second TV and you wanted a second docking station, it's ninety bucks. No, I live in a one bed or two bedroom apartment. I only have one TV, so Yeah, but the option is there for people. Yeah. The implication is that the option is no, there for I, people I, I that, with multiple TVs. That makes TVs. sense. The docking cradle is an integral part of the system. It shouldn't be like five bucks. So. Oh no, I didn't think it would be five bucks. I didn't think it would be like. No, I know. I'm just, you know, just saying that. But um, yeah, right. 
what was there was one other thing that I was going to bring up about the switch, but I completely forgot. Um, oh, it was about the uh, the launch titles, right? Oh man, I have that in the con. Yeah, that's definitely a con. I feel like there's not as much launch titles. Zelda obviously is a launch title, which is great, but it's going to be on the Wii U as well. Um, but I'm still getting it for the Switch. What about what do you guys think about the One Two Switch that uses the controller technology and it's a bunch of mini games? It's Wii Sports. About that. I think so. Yeah, or like Nintendo World. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it's honestly what it is. Or Nintendo Land or whatever the hell it was called. I forgot. <laughs> and honestly, I think they should have waited until holiday to release the system. To be perfectly honest, they'll until, have, until December or November. I don't think so. I mean, I want, it, I want it now. Yeah, I understand. We want it now, but think of the fact of this: like you have Mario, you have Zelda, you have One Two Switch, you have other games that probably we don't know about that they're probably going like, to wait for they have over eighty titles in development. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, and to release like a big chunk of that during holiday season with the system, I think that would be like. Boom! Splash done, and we're back on track. Well, just like Jeff, Jeff from our site, uh, you know, one of our writers or editors, he said that it's just like PlayStation Four launch. They had Killzone, that was a crappy game. It wasn't that good, and there was like I forget the other game. That's that's, that's such a false equivalency. That's yeah. a, that's such a false equivalency. What games what were you no, for okay, at the launch okay, for just, PS4? Just for tra- just for transparency. The the PS4 and the Xbox had a Call of Duty, a Battlefield, a Madden of uh, an NBA, FIFA, and Assassin's Creed from the ground up. Like those are all brand, like Dead Rising. Like there there was better games available and a more ver- and a larger variety of games available on Xbox One and PS4 Not, than there was on. That all being available. Yeah, that was actually all day I, one. Those were like, like that, that. That is a false equivalency. I I'm not gonna freaking like love the the launch of the PS4 and Xbox One, but to compare those the launches of these two as if they're the same is wrong. It's I, flat I out mean, wrong. I, I, do you guys play all those games all the time? Do you love those games? Honestly, I, I, I bought I bought, I bought that's like, four or five of those. That's like nothing. I bought four or five I of those bought, launch titles before I even. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I bought both systems at launch, and I bought three games on each system. I got more games on Xbox than I did on PlayStation because I wasn't happy with the offering. Because I'm like, why am I going to get those games on PlayStation if I have them already for Xbox or vice versa? I'm just like, and I don't play sports games unless it's NHL. So that's why I was like, eh. I, and that's and that's fine. Uh, we're 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 splitting hairs on it a little bit, but yeah. to call Nintendo the the Switch lineup and say that it's the same as the PS4 is just flat-out incorrect. Well, I mean, there, if you want to just label them, there's tons of other games that are coming out for the Switch on day one. They just don't look good to me. Well, sure, but one of them is, like, Rayman Legends from 2013. One of them's Just Dance 2017. One of them's I Am Setsuna, which is from those last summer. Yeah. But you can also you know, say like, Madden, Assassin's Creed, Battlefield, and all those other games have been out for a long time, so it's nothing new either. It's just a refresh. Yeah, but those those, those, those were brand new from games. From the ground up. Yeah, those were from the ground up for, for that system. Those weren't, like, remakes. Those weren't re- rehashes. Those were actually built from the ground up for that game. And Assassin's Creed came out... Oh, actually, the games came out a week before the system even came out. So, like, we had the games, and we were just waiting on the system to come out. And the fact of like the PS3, when you could be like, oh, you pay ten ten dollar extra bucks, you can get the PS4 version of the game. Yeah, that was smart of them to do when that that happened when they were doing the transition. Yeah, like I I don't I don't care about Call of Duty, um, but a lot of people do. 
and that was a huge selling point for those systems. I don't. I like That's Battlefield, the one I but buying. <laughs> sure, like I, I'm not really a big fan of uh, of Battlefield. Not like a huge fan, but again, that's a big game that people wanted to play. And I am um, a huge fan. So Madden <laughs> played really games. well. <laughs> yeah, like NBA was incredible. Yeah. There, there's there was g- very good games available at launch. Assassin's Creed Black Flag is was a very good game. I already had that on Xbox 360. I wasn't gonna buy it again. But you that's didn't have thing. Black Flag. Yeah, did. I did. You did? Yeah. Because you're so much cooler than all of us. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I was like, <laughs> I, yeah, I am. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, but I already, those, that's the thing. Some of those games that came out on launch, I already had for the 360 because I have a huge 360 library. I'm like, I'm not rebuying it. I bought it on PS3 and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it into 10 bucks, and I'm going to go ahead and it on my PS4. And I, and anyway, I did that. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> well, anyway, we're getting sidetracked majorly. Uh, but I'm sure it's interesting for people they're probably sitting there arguing themselves you yelled at us you yelled at us alright so okay so what is the uh, what does the Nintendo Switch do to the releases on the other platforms that we're talking about by the way to everybody I love my Playstation 4 I play it now more than any other system I don't I have an Xbox One but I mainly use it for the I have an Xbox One S and I use it mainly for 4K videos and that's pretty much it and battlefield one every once in a while but i have rebought all a lot of those games on playstation 4 because that's where your friends are that's where i'm at so <laughs> that's where my friends are that's where i created my ecosystem no because their chat platform is way better i think than i have less problems on playstation 4 than i do on xbox and i have a gaming router and everything's open and everything's fine and i'm a tech person so it's not that and you're like oh you just don't know what you're doing no i do it's just i have less issues with playstation than i do with xbox so um, but anyways, I digress. Back to the main point. Nintendo Switch is coming out in the middle of the year. It's like, what, not middle, but semi-middle, beginning, first quarter. Yeah, it's spring. So, you yeah, know, like, spring, a spring launch for a, for a console. Um, yeah. And there's going to be other games coming out at the same time as the Switch is coming out with Zelda. So we're going to have Horizon, uh, Zero Dawn, and then a little bit later, Mass Effect, mm-hmm. Andromeda. All right? So, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't think... I mean, they're not going to do anything with Horizon. I think they're going to keep that date. Mass Effect, I'm pretty sure they're going to keep that date as well. I mean, it, nothing's I mean, going to... They, I mean, they came out first. They they announced their stuff way first. I think Nintendo's just trying to weasel their way in and try to, you know... I think it's stupid to try to compete with big titles like that, but... I mean, it is pretty silly to do that, especially with a hardware launch. And who's, who's to say that, that there may be any extras available when it launches? Because everything it may be sold out, as far as like I think reservoirs. That's, that's why I pre-ordered it. I mean, I have a feeling that it's going to be like the Wii U at first. It's going to be very hard to find, or the NES redo or whatever. Uh, it's going to be hard to find. Yeah, it's going to be. And, I'm pretty sure it's going to be extremely hard to find because I'm pretty sure I have not heard of an NES another shipment coming through. No. Or, or anything. So. No, I haven't seen that at all either. Um. By the way, speaking of hard to find, I saw uh, two PlayStation VRs at Best Buy the other day by my house. Oh man! Nice. I Welcome back, that. to VR. Right? <laughs> They're just sitting on the They're sitting on the shelf. They just literally stocked them. The guy said, "Nice." They got them in. So. Huh? Was it um, the five hundred dollar one or the four hundred one? Uh, the four hundred dollar one. Okay. That's the one with just the headset. Yeah. Just the headset. Yeah. Okay. But, That's I mean, right. looking over to the right on the shelf, they I, had plenty of move controllers and plenty of cameras. So, yeah, like, if I wanted I to buy it all, I could have just bought it all right there. 
I don't know why I continually have to be reminded about that, but for some reason, I uh, I don't I'm not retaining the fact that the uh, the four hundred dollar one doesn't come with everything. <laughs> no, it's dumb. no, because it's, it's dumb on price, my part. It's, a big it's really dumb point, on my part, and you know, like, that's a whole other podcast. So, um, yeah, okay. So we're we're thinking that Nintendo Switch coming out with Zero Dawn, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Mass Effect is not going to be a big deal because people that want uh, those games are going to they pre-order them anyways, or they they're going to get them regardless. Yeah, and it's not going to uh, impact the Switch. I'm not worried at all about Mass Effect. I, I am. Uh, I do feel a little bit bad about Horizon just because. Uh, that's a brand new, brand new IP. game. You know, it's a yeah. brand new IP. Uh, having to having to fight for market share with, you know, a system launch and Zelda. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Do you, th- do you think I, they'll yeah, probably push up the date? I, no, I mean, I, I think, think they'll so. leave it the way it is. But Nintendo, I mean, Sony's going to have to push that game to make sure people, you know, Honestly, realize, hey, it's coming out. I think they might do some online. I mean, they might not, but. If I were them, I would drop the price a little bit or something or do some online sales for digital copies only to sell more to get people to be like, hey, remember, we were launching. We're launching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just yeah, I mean, came out, but like maybe like day one discount or something, and then it goes away and it's back to full price or something Yeah. to get people's attention. Um, Me and Chris have been looking forward to that game for a long time, so it's more just like a, a sour game, grapes and like, <laughs> oh, looks, man. The gameplay looks great. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I I was hoping to be able to play through the whole thing before I, you know, got Zelda. Well, you're <laughs> like, gonna, no. right? Because you're not. You're waiting till Christmas to pick up the Switch. No, I'm gonna buy. Account. I'm gonna buy a Zelda on the Wii U. If it's even available. <laughs> it's it's launching on the third along with uh, the Switch. No, I mean if you can find a copy if you didn't pre-order it. Are you talking about Zelda? Yeah. I got that, homie. It's all good. Okay. Because I'm thinking all the people that didn't get Switches are gonna buy it for the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right. What else you guys have? I, Chris, I, you mentioned, um, I know, well, Des- in the Destiny world today, Iron Banner launched and started. So have have at it. That's been fun. I'm going to be playing that for the night. And then um, Injustice. Yes. That, All right. Yeah. And NetherRealm Studios, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right, just released their story trailer for um, Injustice 2, which comes out on... May 16th, I believe. Yeah, the, May 16th. To me, I find the trailer pretty, looks pretty awesome. It looks pretty interesting how the fact they have uh, Superman chained up like he's a prisoner, like he did something wrong. I f- find that pretty interesting. And I, I don't know. I, I like the first Injustice game like a lot. Like Even though I played as like, Green yeah, Arrows mostly the whole time. I was fighting my friends because I would be cheating like that, but I mean, <laughs> th- that's just me. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the the first one a lot, and I can't wait for the second one. And they came out with um, actually a deluxe edition and a ultimate edition for the game, which I thought was interesting. That has a couple little things in there, which I'll get to the story, which I just posted on the site here. Let me go through. Okay. I, I love the first one, yeah. I had it on Xbox three sixty and PlayStation four. And PlayStation three. Yeah, with the with the I, I love the hell out of that game. With the deluxe oh, yeah. edition you get three DLC fighters, one one premier skin, transforming your supergirl into into power girl with all new look, voice and dialogue. That's interesting. And then with the ultimate edition, which of course costs a hundred dollars 
comes with nine DLC fighters and three premier skins. Transform Flash, Green Lantern, and Supergirl into alternate characters with new looks, voices, and dialogue. Sweet. So the Flash is going to be the reverse Flash and Green Lantern is going to be John Stewart? Yes. Yeah. That's what it looks like. So there's nine extra characters that are going to be sold separately? Yes. That's so that's right? Okay. Yeah, that's what it looks like it's going to be. Got it. So are they, with the new one, are they going to be just all DLC purchases, or can you still unlock people? I, or, I feel like fighting games are going away from beat the game with different characters to unlock characters, and you need to buy them all now. Now, I think I think what's probably going to happen with this one, that you can actually play through the game, and you'll eventually unlock the pre-order one, the pre-order uh, character, if you didn't pre-order it and you buy it just day one or whatever. Because if you buy it, if you pre-order it, you get Darkseid. Oh, cool. So, like, I'm assuming he's probably in the game already, and you just probably just need to play through it to unlock him if you didn't pre-order it. So, okay. hopefully it's like that. Maybe it's not. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yes, we will. Sweet. Is there anybody not on that official roster list that you really want? From what I can see? Uh, like, is there going to be Zoom? That'd be sweet. That would be sweet, but I don't think there would be. I mean... If it's probably not on the roster list. But that would be one that I would like to see. That'd be cool. Or even if it's a costume. But not even a costume, because you'd have to change like the voice and the glowy effects and stuff. The thing, thing I think they're probably going to do is that they're going to have... One of the nine DLC fighters is going to end up being like the villain in either, either Wonder Woman movie that's coming out soon or the Justice League movie that's coming out later this year. Okay. So, so are you so, saying that the, the Flash guy, that character, is going to be the guy from the movie? So it's going to be a different actor? It, I doubt it. I doubt it. I, th- I think he's going to be like from the sh- from the show because they did TV the show. Okay. Yeah, they did the gr- so. green. Like they did the Green Arrow one from the show for the first Sweet. one. So I imagine they're going to do the same thing here. Um, but no, like as far as like the villain was, because they added Zod in the first one. Oh. And okay. that was when Man of Steel came out. Oh yeah, I remember that. I yeah. that. Yeah. So like I'm thinking with one of the characters is probably gonna end up being one of the nine DLC characters are gonna end up being like the villain or something like that from one of those movies that come out later this year. Like reverse flash, zoom, or like uh Ares, isn't Ares the villain for Wonder Woman? Yeah, her aunt in the her, movie? Her aunt or whatever. Yes, I believe so. But is she the villain yeah. in the movie? I, 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 don't know. I don't know about the movie, but the TV show, her aunt is. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That'd be neat. Yeah, Darkseid was one of those uh, characters I was really hoping to get in and uh, get in this one, and I'm glad uh, I'm glad they just unveiled him because he looks he looks great, and I hope we end up with a really cool apocalypse level. Yeah, that would be sweet. I wonder what the transitions will be when you're knocking people through walls. Yeah, yeah <laughs> going through, going through like a a, a bunch of, of the yeah <laughs> yeah all the all the magma and lava from apocalypse all over the place. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, I was. I'm hoping. I'm hoping like we get some get some characters like Swamp Thing or Orion. Since we got Dark Side, maybe we'll get Orion. Maybe um, Superboy Prime or uh, Beast Boy. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. Um, who was the 
Did any of you guys see the Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition? Yeah. Who was a character at the at the pit of the end of the movie when Luther was at the pit, like in, in the pool of of the ship or whatever, and like there was like Talk three about Aquaman. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know then. When Luther was getting arrested, and there was like this guy was standing in front of him, he had like three three squares. And I'm assuming Luther had to pick one of them. It was only, it was like only last like maybe a couple seconds. I forgot who that character was. I don't know. I'll have to watch that again and look. I, I mean, I own it, so I'll just watch it. It's interesting. I didn't I don't remember. But yeah, um, what I, I have. That, what? Uh, go, no, no, I was just saying what I've been playing recently is honestly I've been playing Ark, and. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know much about that game, but I see, I see you playing it a lot. It, just imagine a uh, yeah, Jurassic Park kind of a thing. You And they're wild with dinosaurs that are everywhere. They will eat you. Is it's, it an MMO? No, it's more like a... Uh, it's more like Minecraft. That's what I... Okay, because I thought there was like resources in your building stuff. Yeah. You're running around hunting and crap. It's yeah, not like you're constantly like constantly building, getting resources, building, and hunting. But there's guns, too. There's guns and dinosaurs. Yes, and you have to get your level up in order for you to actually unlock the um, skill to create the gun. And you got to get the spark powder, the gunpowder, and all that stuff. It's, it's very time-consuming, and it can be very annoying, and it can be very... Difficult because at some point when you build a base and you think you build it perfectly, you go to sleep, and then next thing you know, you spawn and like you go to turn it on and be like, oh well, I'm go back to spawn, but it turns out the fact that like something killed you, someone broke in your base and killed you, like oh, it, it, could, it could be a dinosaur, or it could be an actual person that came in and decided like, hey, you know what, I'm going to wreck your house. That sounds <laughs> not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it has its moments. It sounds frustrating <laughs> as hell. It is frustrating. Uh, I've been I've been playing uh, besides Destiny. I've been playing that a lot. Um, I've been playing what's that? Elder Scrolls Online, and I'm loving it. Uh, I had it for a long time, just never played it, and I'm just got up. To, I, one day I got up to level eight because I just grinded all day. Oh nice, um, which was fun. The story's really good. I'm I'm digging it. Uh, and then I bought the. Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare slash Modern Warfare Remaster Edition thing mm-hmm. because it, it went on sale from seventy nine to fifty four and then I had a ten dollar off coupon at Best Buy so I got that I haven't I just installed it I haven't played it yet but that will be next on my list. Yep. What about you, Dante? Uh, finished up playing Uncharted two again. Uh, just recently <laughs> and then uh, I know I know. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to not play any Zelda because I was actually in the middle of playing uh, Wind Waker Don't on the do Wii it, U. Because you'll burn yourself out. I know, yeah, exactly. I'm trying to take a trying to get away from it. Um, but I started playing Uncharted 2 again the other day, and then um, finished that up, and then um, still going through the DLC from Uncharted still going 4. through the DLC from uh, Tomb Raider as oh, well. Okay. Sweet. So, are you going to go through Uncharted two, three, and four, or are you just going to like just just doing uh, I played I played four, uh, you know, early in 2016, obviously, and then um, I played Uncharted one at that at one point, and then uh, now I'm playing. I just finished up two, so um, I just started. I just started the first couple levels of Uncharted three, and I forgot how good that game was. So I might um, 
we'll see we'll see what I end up doing with time frame wise. I, I'm I've taken a break from Final Fantasy fifteen just so I can <laughs> go back to it with fresh eyes. And yeah, then I'm, do I'm some of the end. patch it. So yeah. I, I'm going to make it a couple more chapters and then stop just because I don't want to. Yeah, I, I would stop at um, chapter eight and don't get on the boat and just run around and do side quests if you want. Okay. Um, but that's that. what I'm doing is, is just like getting into the end game content, basically. So, Sweet. but yeah, I, I just uh, excited about Zelda. You know, you got six weeks away from that and then Horizon to go from there. All right, well, that's all we have for the podcast, guys. Thanks for listening um, and joining us here, and keep up, you know, stay tuned for the next one next week. All right, let us know what you guys think, too, in our Facebook community, uh, Game Gravy, um, about this podcast, or just comment below in the video below. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. Bye. All right, see ya. See you later, guys.